Hello, and welcome to Cursed Content Club. I'm your host, Chris Wolfhart, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Dan and Bob Video Games from Gigaboots.com. Bob, are you game? Yes. And Dr. Agro. I feel like I was game until that just happened. And... <laughs> Dan, you explain what we're watching because you didn't tell me and you told me to be not to know as little as possible. Uh, so it's been a while since we covered a video game documentary here on Curse Contact Club. It's been since the King of Kong. <laughs> no. And I thought now is about time for us to cover one. And what better documentary to cover than Nintendo Quest colon the most unofficial and unauthorized Nintendo documentary ever. Oh, man, are we mm. going to find out what, what Nintendo does? Oh, my God. It sure would make sense for that to be the title if we were going to learn anything about Nintendo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a documentary from 2015. Uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and say it since it's going to be here on the uh, little banner image for the movie, the, uh, the movie poster, if you will. Uh, this is, in fact a documentary about a man having 30 days to get 678 Nintendo games. Can he do it without using the internet? What? This is a documentary about a man's epic quest oh. to get every Nintendo game. What? In a One of single the, uh, month. Yeah, this is not a documentary. <sighs> this is a travelogue. No, that's this. It says documentary in the subtitle of the film right here on I'm Wikipedia. So tired of this shit. No, this just because you even... pointed a camera at a thing that exists doesn't make what you made a documentary. It is being documented. Okay. This is reality TV. Oh my god. Dan, you tricked us. No, we're watching a document. It says right here the word documentary. And it's in, and then it says it again on Wikipedia. It says it twice. Oh my god. So I'm pulling the ripcord. We're going into Morbius. <laughs> oh no. Uh you know, I can't fairly answer the expectation segment here. Uh because I've seen this movie, uh, and that's why I wanted everyone else to be in the blank for the commentary track, which you can find over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Link in the description. Uh, but I, I am curious, Bob, what are your expectations for <clears throat> Nintendo Quest colon, the most unofficial and unauthorized Nintendo documentary ever? Dan, now that you've told me the general plot synopsis, they are rock bottom. <laughs> I assume nothing will happen on this road trip for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of afraid we're going to be like, here's where we stopped for In-N-Out. I've never had In-N-Out before. Oh, oh it's so novel. <laughs> that's oh, my, 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 my. And that's it's that for 90 minutes. And then like, OK, uh, God, we're going through fucking Idaho. There's nothing here. Tell, tell me about your socially transgressive political opinions. <laughs> guy this thing is about we have time to film would you like to indict yourself <laughs> oh. uh, aggro what are your expectations i can already hear the the slow piano music that's going to come up as one of these chuckle fucks <laughs> tells a story he feels is unique about how much of an impact nintendo had on him as a child and i my only hope is that by that point the 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 unself awareness and the cringe has reached a point where now I just I feel sorry for them and I'm able to emotionally shut down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I guess we'll get to see if you uh, disarm the nuclear armaments of the commentary track. I predict that this movie will negate its own conceit mm. and they will have to use the internet to organize the trip in some way, which I feel like discounts it. Like if you have to find places to physically go to get these games with the internet, you lost. Yeah, that's how it feels. Luckily, they're very clear at the beginning of this film what exactly the goal is and their own rules that they will abide by. So, like, we don't have to interpret what they meant by any of that. <sighs> Great. They will spell it out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want to waste any more time. God, fuck you, Dan Video Games. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? I, yeah, I'm like, a little I, bit I, upset. Like, I feel like the three of us woke up chained to the rocket like a Hachi. Yes. Whichever of the fucking Mishimas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's get to the movie. Yeah, movie, right. Let's get to the... Right, you're right. Uh -huh. Let's get to the documentary. We're back. Fuck you, Dan. You're a bastard. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? What? Look, it's called Curse Content Club for a reason. We gotta drill deeper, deeper into the earth. Otherwise, we can't break Ni new ground. <sighs> Nintendo Quest is one man's self-absorbed, narcissistic journey in blowing smoke up his own ass because he went to a bunch of gaming shops and didn't show anything interesting for even a second. Negative three. Dan, what did you think? <laughs> Yet again, I'm reminded of Data just being like, this is disgusting. I hate this. <laughs> see, see, right now, I'm Lore. Are you prepared for the death you've earned? <laughs> uh, Nintendo Quest is uh, a very powerful piece of video that frames itself as a far more important holistic journey that has rules when it doesn't, that has soul when it doesn't, and holds itself as like, like this really important thing for this character. And nobody in this cares about Nintendo. Nobody in this actually cares about the project they're set upon. This whole thing is horrible, and I hate everyone in it. I'm going to give it a negative four. No, like you, if you're listening, you need to understand <laughs> if you're pissed about the state of retro, retro game sales, like, and, and like the, 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 uh, what's the, the, like the flash in the pan trendy. Oh, all these sudden, almost speculative collectors are now in it's that's this guy. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a doc, a, a narcissistic self-absorbed travel log of that guy creating the current status quo. And while he's doing this, they frame it as this is an important journey because he loves Nintendo so much. They show his collection. It barely even exists. Yeah, it's not even just an important journey for him. They make it act they act like it's an important thing for mankind. Right. It's meanwhile, mm. if it was important for this dude, he would have anywhere near as much Nintendo stuff as he has Star Wars. Yeah, the, the, from the get we just know this guy is loaded. 
Like he has Star Wars collector stuff, like nobody's business. Yeah. Like clearly thousands of dollars in that collection. It's it's totally crazy. I don't like I came out of the King of Kong having people to be positive about. I don't like anyone in this. No. It, wait, that's not true. Shaggy. Uh, yeah, Shaggy's pretty good. Yeah, that Shaggy guy. I don't remember his actual right, name, but I know in a different is. universe, he could have played Shaggy in the live action movie. What did you think, Bob? But yeah, th- this is a completely vapid, alleged documentary where I'm worried that the main character killed his father. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't really think there's anything to... to no, but... <laughs> imply that. But, but he... There's enough there that's like we're gonna we're gonna have he's weirdly positive about the deaths of his father he's definitely that he is definitely that and that is a big focus of the movie for five minutes uh so yeah i'm gonna give it a negative five this is the worst thing we've watched maybe whoa that i get it i don't agree but i get it yeah, I'm like trying to think of what are the worst things we've watched. And I know a Channel Awesome movie is really, really far down there. But it's like, well, at the end of the day. No, all oh, those are so much better. Oh, yeah. Right, no, exactly. Doug Walker didn't look into the camera and go. One day my father had a stroke and died and all we felt was relief. And if he did, it would have <laughs> been a joke. <laughs> yeah. And the entire thing is there's still an artistic merit there they were trying to make something these guys weren't Mm -hmm. these guys were just doing a road trip where they bought every nes game because they had too much money and apparently this had a kickstarter i don't know what end of it got kickstarted whether it was the purchasing of the games or the editing right that he specified that none of the purchasing money the purchasing money was all his money so unless they lied well they also specified they wouldn't use the internet immediately uses the internet yeah, I'm trying to think of other things we've watched. It's like uh, there's weird gross-out stuff and stuff like when the Tim and Eric's been like even right. that's like not the same level of disgust that this can make you feel. Agra, what do you think? This movie is a horrifying inside look into the minds of the kind of people who will never be able to actually tell the difference between themselves and the kind of people they think they are. someone at any point at any stage of this process should have been an adult and put a stop to this nonsense. But it's like this entire thing was a rolling circle jerk that was just offensive to the senses. This was a a love letter written by someone who's never experienced love. (laughs) (laughs) Negative three. (laughs) Oh man. Damn. Yeah. We have to get to our categories. Uh, we'll start with best character. Uh, Agro. Who's uh, the best character? Uh, uh, Tommy Tallarico. <laughs> mm. Condemning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did any, any <laughs> no elaboration? Just... just I mean, of the talking heads, he's, he seems to be the only one who, like, he's in his element. He's done this before. He knows, like, the temperature to hit and how to do it. And when he showed up on screen, I was like, hey, it's Tommy Tellerico before. <laughs> I mean, his, his acting is really believable in that scene. Yeah. 
It gives you the idea that he's composed music for video games before. Right. Dan. Ha! I'm the reason you watched this and you handed this category to me. It's early enough for me to choose Shaggy. I'm choosing Shaggy. That guy at the end, his only shortcoming is that he fucking sold that copy to the dude ultimately. He should not have done that. You can tell he's he realizes that by the end of that conversation. I he's wish still a great guy. He clearly loves Nintendo. You can see that all over his house. He seems cool. I would love to meet him. I would love to be like, so that Jay guy, <laughs> he fucking sucks, right? I hope he got a lot of money out of Jay. Oh, I hope he got an absurd amount of money out of this. Yuppie. Yuppie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's the word for him. Bob. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Chang Toy. He's, oh, yeah. He worked at one of the game stores and upsold this dude probably too much. I hope. Because <laughs> we uh, Jay walked out angry about it. Yeah, he, seemed, then, he, he seemed upset. Yeah. And anything that makes Jay upset, that's a good thing. Right. I, I, you know, he was the guy who was like, we have great customer service. And I was like, yeah, tell him to leave. That's, yeah. that's a good service to all the rest of your customers right now. I'm going to go with Jay. Jay's the best character. Oh, oh. he carries this entire thing with his completely <laughs> self-absorbed narcissism. It's cruel to say he barely seems sentient. <laughs> He comes off less like a person and more like a lamprey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that maybe is the most positive thing you could say about Jay. And he gets best character because it was enlightening to see this sort of person so unfilteredly put in front of a camera with nobody seemingly understand how a normal person would interpret this entire project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the dude's trying to give you life lessons at the end of the movie. It's insane. <sighs> yeah, there are three different segments in this movie that are just the absolute worst. Worst character, Dan. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to have to say filmmaker guy. Um, Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, for one, the segments that cut away for him to jarringly segue into random talking heads with people he bumped into at conventions. Uh-huh. It's terrible. It totally doesn't match the rest of this film. And every time he talks in any of the scenes, it's kind of like antagonistic. You spend most of this film being convinced he's just, like he's blackmailing Jay, right? That's <laughs> the only reason Jay would do this. And it's only about 65% into the film. You're like, oh no. Jay's horrible too. Right. Because then we start getting to see, because they don't even show you him haggling most of this movie. And then when we see it, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. there's a reason you didn't show that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're trying to use the pressure of these film crew, this film crew to get them to undersell, uh -huh. like sell at a way lower price. Yeah. You think that's a good thing to try to do. And you think you can get away with it. But yeah, uh, the filmmaker's absolutely rotten. Uh, there's a part where he throws Jay under the bus entirely. Uh-huh. He's like, I think he's lying about not feeling well and going home and uh, lied about it being a miscommunication. Uh, and now I have to figure out the strip on my own. I'm like, hey, hello, uh, viewer here. I don't give a shit. This isn't interesting. You just are pissing and moaning. This isn't yeah, like so, something it, weird went wrong with our trip and now we have to solve it. You're just bitching. Yeah. This is this is such a bizarre project because 
it's not they go on a 30-day road trip. Like, if you read the description of this documentary, and like, that's not what this is. It is several smaller trips interceded with him going back to go to work. Why did you make this? Yeah, there's also yeah. an energy at the beginning of, oh, it's definitely going to be an epic trip. It's like it, it was uh, actually a lot of small trips and it wasn't epic at all. And in fact, I tried to send a guy to Florida to get a thing for me and I wasn't going to go there myself. It's like, what? Even though that's the whole conceit. That's the movie. What do you mean? I don't really know gonna... what B-roll is or how to film anything like this, but, you know. B-roll's a bit too high grade for me. I mostly have F-roll. <laughs> Agra, who's the worst character? I'm gonna have to take the easy way out on this one, chums. I can't morally not pick Jay. I mean, you have to. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like I wanted to pick the filmmaker because Jay just would have stayed at home. Uh, this was not. Oh. <laughs> he was put into this position to become this awful, but he was still this awful. <laughs> And like he doesn't he doesn't I don't think he does it maliciously. Like I don't I don't think he's like a manipulative he's probably not a manipulative no. narcissist, but bro, you're just not like there. He he he's just he's just a guy with a lot of money who's self who's self-absorbed, which is pretty standard with guys with for with like upper middle class guys. But it comes off so like teeth rattlingly awful. <sighs> God, I have to go next. Fuck. This, this movie didn't have that many people in it. No, it didn't. You can just start swinging at random low-tier e-celebrities. Billy Mitchell, done. Hey! <laughs> there he is. Don't even need to explain it. No, we have a no. different commentary track for that. <laughs> okay, Bob. Dig something of with nutritious value out of the wasteland. Right? Um, okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it to Jay's dog. I don't want to know your dog died. I just don't yeah. need that in your documentary. Yeah, yeah but, that was bizarre. Well, like, because yeah. they had to, they had to be like, well, it didn't happen really anywhere near the, it's just a sad thing. Yeah. It's just something that happened like 30 days later. It's like, we just, we know documentaries are supposed to have emotions. So we thought we would tell you a fucking dog died. Well, I, I think they had to go home a day early to take him to the vet. Yes, and I understand that, but Jesus Christ, as you a know, viewer, still shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. They're showing you footage. They're being like, "This dog you're looking at right now, dead." It's like, what the fuck is your problem? <sighs> Are we heading to best scene? I'm scared. Yeah, we're heading to best scene, and I get to start. When they visit Shaggy. Damn it! No! The only good scene! <laughs> he has all these demo units. Like, you can tell that he has a deep love for the history of these things beyond just the most shallow, well-known things. You get. You can tell from some of his expressions in the scene that he kind of is like, what did I agree to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, what a delightful individual with a great collection. I love seeing old, old demo units like that. Bob. Real quick, real quick, well, yo, what's real up? quick. This movie, for people who just have not seen it, will not go look at it, will not absorb it. This movie is like if the average chat meme joke on Twitch of, did you know in Japan, Mario 2 was called Doki Doki Panic, is yeah, the 90 movie. Minutes of that. <laughs> yeah, that's not, it's 90 minutes of that. Yeah, it's, that, is, that is too complicated. 
That is too much. But it's about the same brain length of you just hearing that uh-huh. for an hour and a half. Yeah, the, the movie becomes white noise at some point. Is Nothing happens. They don't even show inside the shops. Which only makes it hurt more when they stab you with this dog died. Yes. My father died one day and we all felt relieved. Uh-huh. And you're like, what the fuck? Also, look at my statue of Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> Oh, that sounds so <laughs> fake, but that's kind of what this film is. Yeah, that's what happens, that's, basically. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting emotional. One moment, hold me, George. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Best scene. Uh-huh. Okay, there is one part of the movie. Please don't take it from me. <laughs> where they pretended there was a rivalry, rival arc with J.D. Lowe. Yeah. Yeah. It's so completely unearned, but in retrospect, at least something was happening and we had characters with an arc of any sort. What a fucking sentence. <laughs> also, JD Blow, you know, he was obviously the good guy. Yeah. He's just a regular guy with regular amounts of money trying to collect these games, unlike our protagonist of uh, money bags. Yeah. Yeah, JD's clearly the good guy. Dan. Okay. In a dark hotel room, the person on the phone in Florida, Josh Jones, <laughs> just basically goes, nah, dude. And main character man's like, come on. <laughs> this scene is really good because it helps you realize Jay is like a piece of garbage. This is the moment in the movie I feel like you start to realize that. Uh-huh. This is the turn. This seed here. It is so important. Yeah, both phone calls with uh, Josh Jones are really good uh-huh. and really enlightening about. Yeah, the second the one character. is the second one. Jay is a bigger piece of shit. Yeah, uh, but I feel like the first one is when you really start to realize, like, oh, Jay sucks. Oh my god, like a lot. So yeah, I'm going to give it to that one. It's very dramatic. The room is just full of the two other chuckle fucks just saying the dumbest shit imaginable. One of them, like the filmmakers clearly trying to get him to be like, you know, this is the thing you're doing right now. This is the decision. How do you feel about that? And Jay just does, it it seems like he doesn't even process the thought of like, what if you get no one else? What if you do not get this thing? He just goes, nah. Yeah. And that was a $4,000 copy of the rarest Nintendo game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was rarest or second rarest. It was like 4K instead of 77,000 or something yeah. absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's like you should. Not that it matters to this guy. No, not really. Clearly not. Do you think the eight month gap was just him saving up money to buy that cartridge? Oh my God, maybe. Probably. He mentioned something about the, the filmmaker said he was going to come back in that amount of time. I think he had planned to do like the follow up epilogue mm. thing. Ugh. Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite scene since the others are taken. <laughs> the one where you start to realize villain, the, the, Jay's the villain. <laughs> yeah, he's the villain. Aggro. Fascinatingly, I had picked the other Florida man phone call. Yeah, Josh Jones. He's where the Josh best. Jones was like, "Bro, I'm not handing my multi-thousand-dollar product to some guy on the promise you're gonna pay me after he checks it out." And Jay just not understanding this. But we're both gamers. Yeah, but we're both gamers, and I already bought a fake copy of a thing, or at least ran into one. Yeah, it was. It, mm. 
That was so upsetting. That was going to be on my worst scene list. Now, I guess it, it could still, still can. be. <laughs> well, it is time for worst scene, and Bob, you get to go first. <gasps> ba, 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 ba. I can do it. I can select <laughs> that same scene Agro just brought. <laughs> it's so seamless. I'm so original. <laughs> yeah, no, this is painful to watch. <laughs> it's just literally used... <laughs> The guy fully unmasks that customer that you want to strangle. Yeah. That you want to just throw out of your store, but you know you can't because corporate will kill you. Well, as a as a viewer, it's got another level, Bob. Uh-huh. For me personally, because you you as a as a, as a viewer of the film are trapped in the room with the cryptids while the only human is on the other side of the phone. It's almost like you're being stranded here with them. Yeah. As the guy it's on horrible. the phone's like, no, what? You are all insane. Yeah, why would like it doesn't it doesn't process at all that he's no. asking for something unreasonable. No. Because he's loaded, clearly. Yeah, money doesn't mean anything to him. Anything. Ugh. Now I have to go. What's the worst scene? The scene where you near the end where you realize he's not going to achieve this movie, his goal, it has no ending. So you mean when he's like, hey, it's day 30, I'm in my hometown, these are the three shops I usually check go these to, stores. Yeah. I have 30 some odd games to go, God, 25? Yeah. Something like that. It yeah. was 25, yeah. It's absolutely yep. nuts. Yeah. Yep. Agro. Uh, I don't think it bears further discussion because it didn't bear happening in the first place. But the entire just record scratch bomb drop about his father. That should not have happened. That was insane. Yeah. That shouldn't have been in that movie. Like that, that was. Yeah, no, that shouldn't have taken place. It shouldn't have been recorded. It shouldn't have made it through editing. I don't know what the fuck you were trying to accomplish, Holmes, but you didn't do it and you should be punished. Yeah. I really hope his mom never watched that fucking documentary. Mm hmm. Like, it's so insane to be like, yeah, my dad who died 30 years ago is probably, probably abusive. Like, we, he doesn't say he was hit. Like, it just, maybe he was, but we don't know. He doesn't go into it. He just kind of implies it. Right. Or implies some sort of abuse. But it really just comes off like he's still, like, 25 years later, 30 years later, is upset that his dad didn't like him playing games so much. Right. And it's like even made worse by that weird monologue at the end of the film about why can't parents be more supportive. Here's a story about Dave Grohl. Uh-huh. Why can't more parents be like that and supportive? And I'm like, your your mother seemingly supports you. <laughs> Dan. Uh believe me, listener, I've been trying. I've been trying to find something that registers as bad as this moment. I can't. Um, so, so there's the scene where they show you a dog and they're like, this dog died. And after everything else I had been in the film, been through watching this film, I cannot believe how cruel it is to your audience to show them a video of a cute dog and be like, this dog passed away. It's like, dude, we don't, we don't need to know. We don't need to know. I know your movie's lacking an emotional core, twists, turns, anything that makes something interesting. 
you telling me a, a cute dog died elsewhere, that that just makes me sad and doesn't add anything to your film. It's, it's just more of that weird oversharing thing that they like doing. Yes, that is... That's a lot of this is just like... Yeah, some people will, will vomit out everything when you put a camera in front of them. And I feel like a part of ethical filmmaking is to not use it. Mm -hmm. But it's even weirder than that because the, in that moment, that is the filmmaker doing that. That's not even Jay just saying it. Yeah. No, it's just the filmmaker trying to pat it out. And being a deranged sociopath who doesn't care about the emotional well-being of his viewing audience. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's looking for an emotional through line in the story, but either he is incompetent in presenting or finding one or doesn't understand what that is. Yeah. It's truly awful at a tier that goes beyond. I like, I can't forgive you for having done that. I can't because you and I both know why you did it. And that makes you a bad person. I'm going to choose to believe that everybody just really loved that dog. That's not good enough for me. <laughs> I know, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to believe that. Yeah, it's really hard to think of any other worse scene when that's there. It literally blankets the entire movie out in my brain. Because you guys, yeah, picked, that makes sense. You guys largely picked the other choices. Yeah, there are mm. certain other very important events that should not have been uh, put in this movie. You know, really, as a broad statement. This movie shouldn't have been put. It's fair. <laughs> Somebody should unput this movie. How, what a cruel world we live in where Isolation 119 disappears from the masses into the Disney vault-like structure of the Patreon.com slash GB podcast. But this movie's available so many places. <sighs> <laughs> I think that's the ultimate goal of cursed content. We got to find that point, that fulcrum. <laughs> beneath which movies should disappear <laughs> and above which they get to stay. <laughs> this is definitely below that line, I think. <sighs> does anybody does anybody else have any the storm seemingly does. Does anybody else have anything to say about <laughs> this thing? I could almost almost get over this as like a Maybe this isn't as sociopathic, narcissistic as it comes off as. Maybe this, these people just really struggled. They started a thing. They did a Kickstarter at some point, And they just needed to, like, ship a product because they did a Kickstarter. No, this dude has raised, apparently, over $500,000 on Kickstarter time and time again. What? He did a toy version of this. This is what he does. He thinks this is okay and good. It is exactly what it looks like. It is exactly what it comes off as. Man. Yeah. Yeah. This, the, it, 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 God, it really is just like the the most shallow consumerist. Like, it, it's some unholy fusion if you threw, like, the, the guy who ruined the retro games market into a blender with VH1. This is what you get. I'm glad we know what the low is when it comes to video game documentaries. That are to actually documentaries that are clearly vlogs without any soul. <laughs> right. Yeah, what would it be documenting? It's documenting his trip to buy all these Nintendo games with his copious amounts of money. Who cares? Who could possibly care about that? 
Don't call it anything about Nintendo. What are you doing? One might call this a living document of some sort. <laughs> uh, this dude, this is documenting his personality, both of them. Yeah. That's that's something. They don't even put up the prices he paid for any game. Right. It's so yeah. insanely. Yeah. We, this movie's so detestable. We didn't even discuss the numerous myriad ways in which it is functionally like inert. Yeah, they failed to present what they even talked about it being. Mm -hmm. It did not give us enough context for anything to be meaningful. Yeah, not one meaningful moment in the entire movie, except for the horrible spikes of negative vibes. Uh-huh. <sighs> hey, I promise I won't do that again. <laughs> It'll be a different film. <laughs> <laughs>